0: friends. Welcome back to Hold Up, Let Me Explain. It's me, your one and only, Nicole, your host, here with the season finale part two on what's next. Now I know what you're thinking. Nicole, why are you ending the season? Why is there a season finale? What are you even doing? And here's the thing. There's always a thing. I like consistency. Consistency is what helps me produce this podcast successfully. And it's something that I'm passionate about and I love doing. But Now that the holidays are approaching, work is getting busier, my body is starting to really like wear out because even though I only work three days a week, those three days I am putting in a lot of hours and I post new episodes every Monday. So come Sunday night, Monday morning, the start of my week where I have school, errands to run, time to spend with friends and family. It gets a little exhausting. And I like to pre record my episodes, and I love doing that because it's, you know, I don't have to think about it. They're just out into the world for people to enjoy. But things are starting to quickly catch up. And in order to have consistency, I decided to just end the season, focus the month of December on all the things I need to do, and start a brand new season two for January 2022. And I'm excited. I like that I'm ending season one like this because this is also allowing me to reflect on all the episodes I've recorded and I can now kind of take in what I've produced and think, okay, what was successful? What was not? What did people gravitate towards? What did people not really care for? And a lot of the websites where I have my podcasts um, signed up on, I'm able to see more or less how many downloads I get per episode and around what time of the episode do people typically stop listening to. Because people would listen to my episodes, but there are times where people don't technically finish them. And that's okay because <clears throat> I do the same. I'll listen to a podcast and then after like 30 minutes, I'll be like, okay, I need to listen to some music. I'll come back to that later. So now that I have more or less of an idea of what people like to listen to, now I know to produce better content, better episodes, better topics for next year. So I'm really looking forward to that. But you ask, what's next? Because podcasting is something that I've really grown to love. And there are so many other things I love to do as well that I kind of wanted to dabble in. Now relax, please don't judge me. But YouTube, let me explain. Just listen. Don't judge me. Calm down. I'm not going to turn into some parody, Instagrammer, gag reel looking TikToker, YouTuber, like, welcome to my channel. Like, relax. But this is the thing. I love the creative space. I love podcasting. I love TikTok. I love watching Instagram reels. I love watching YouTube. There are a few YouTubers that I do follow that I love watching their show, their content, their episodes, their chat, whatever the fuck they produce. I love watching it all. And again, I've always wanted to do this since I was in my early 20s, but other things got in the way. I was insecure about my face. I felt like I overthought everything I would put out. I remember when I first started YouTube, I wanted to kind of, ironically, I wanted to do what I'm doing now through my podcast, but through my YouTube channel, I wanted to give advice, I wanted to be the go-to person, I wanted anyone who was feeling confused to come to my channel and just hear the wise words I had to say at 22, mind you, I was a hot mess, but it was therapeutic for me to kind of share light, and, and, then, you know, I think I overthought the process of like doing these high, you know, edited videos, which when you look at them, they're not even like if I were to tell you the amount of time that I spent on each video, you would be like, really, Nicole, it doesn't even seem that way. Super cringe, just <laughs> whatever. Um, I decided after a few years after not doing it, I was like, you know what, let me go back to it. But let me just do vlogs because those seem more like casual, laid back, doesn't seem like it needs to be done in a high production, whatever. But my vlogs would be like 35 minutes long, 40 minutes long of technically me being in the car talking shit. And they wouldn't get that many views, which is okay, because, you know, obviously, the YouTubers that get to do that, that have over 100,000 views, you know, have have loyal viewers that follow them in the very beginning when they did challenges and Q&As and makeup tutorials and travel vlogs, you know. So they've already built this audience that found them interesting enough. They had this friendship with them where they can do errands and talk shit in the car and their audience would be okay with that because they knew them. They followed them around the world. They taught them how to do their makeup properly. So obviously, you know, they're able to do that. But for someone who doesn't have much of an audience, who the fuck is going to want to watch a girl just be in her car all day talking shit, you know? So I decided to stop doing YouTube, and but it was something that I've always wanted to get back into, but I just felt like, oh, I don't know. I don't know. So here we are. Fast forward years later, I'm on the podcast, and I feel really good about it. Podcasting, I think, will always be my priority, but given that I'm going to have this gap now where I'm going to be traveling a lot, doing a lot of Christmas festivities, I figure, why not try again on YouTube? But this time, just produce Christmas content. I think it's the easiest thing that I can focus on. It'll be my niche for the time being. So as I'm talking to you on the podcast, I am currently in the middle of the week recording vlog, a vlog for a YouTube series of Christmas content. So check that out. (laughs) I feel so lame, but you know, honestly, it's truly bringing me joy having my phone out. And I think also back then, I think what made me overthink the whole YouTuber process was because I felt like I needed to be done up. I needed to, you know, have good frame and a good camera and and a, like a high tech editing software. And you know something, I don't fucking care anymore. Like, I don't care. If nobody watches my videos, you know something, at least I could get to watch my videos. I have a niece that loves me that watches my youtube and i'm pretty sure my future self would thank me for my past self for finally just doing it that i could look back to have my kids look back to and it'll be a great time so guys in the meantime while i'm not recording the podcast i'm going to be starting a youtube series i think i'm just going to do weekly vlogs of just christmas things me running errands christmas shopping decorating talking shit going to work talking about nonsense whatever. It'll be that thing that you can watch late at night when you got nothing to watch on your phone. And you're just like, let me just, let me watch this bitch. What's this, what's this bitch doing? You know, you have that to go to. So I think that's what's next for me, at least for now. So if you want to watch my little YouTube series, um, you can go on YouTube slash Nicole Asav That's kind of my, well, I mean, not kind of, but just my domain name that I use for almost every platform that I have and use. So Nicole Acev. you can find that on Instagram, YouTube, LinkedIn. <laughs> um, but yeah, so if you follow me on Instagram, which is at Nicole Acev, N-I-C-O-L-E-A-C-E-V. Uh-huh. If you go there, go on my bio, click follow. And then, and then I have a Linktree account there where you can um, go straight to my YouTube channel. So give it a watch. Give it a go. Obviously, if you go now, you're not going to find anything because I haven't really posted anything, but I'm planning to have new episodes posted. I don't know. I don't know yet, but just stay tuned. Keep track. If not, you'll probably hear about it next year when I bring it up again on season two. Uh, But aside from the YouTube, yeah, there are a lot of things that I'm looking forward to. I'm kind of debating on whether or not I should share it. Should I share it? should I tell you? Okay, fine. I'll tell you. So here's what's next. I want to write a book. I'm going to write a book. I'm not going to tell you the name, but I'm starting. And the book is not going to be a fairy tale. It's not going to be a memoir. It's not going to be, you know, a girl met a guy. It's going to be like a self-help book. Kind of. That's it. That's all I'm saying. But I'm working on it, and I've done a lot of research, and I'm very excited. So there's that, YouTube, that's the second, and the third is my most favorite. So, my friends, I know you probably heard me say it already before, Nicole, you work three days a week, okay, and you got school, okay, and you got all these festivities coming up. And, you know, I'm sure you're still going to have a little bit of time. And you're right, I will. But a lot of my free time is going to be now taken up from work because your girl is going to France. Yes, my friends, I'm going to France, the country, France. And I'm so excited. So let me explain. Through my school, it is a requirement to have a global experience that could mean going on a field study or that could mean going on a study abroad trip. Now I've done study abroad. I've done it 2013. I've mentioned it before. And the following year I did a field study through the community college I was going to and I went to Belgium and France, funny enough. And it was a 10 day trip where I went to Belgium for about four days and I went to France for about four days and the other two was for travel. And, you know, going to Rollins now to my, you know, thinking to myself, I'm like, well, you know, I would love to study abroad again. But to be honest, you know, it's something that I've already done. I've done it. I had a great time. I would do it again. But I think I'm at that point in my life now where I don't need to go on a study abroad trip to have a whole global experience because I've done it so many times and I continue to do it. So with that, I decided for my global experience, I was just going to do another field study. However, the program that was offered as a field study at my college was a program I still needed to apply for and needed to get accepted to. And I didn't realize it was a little bit cutthroat like that. Um, given, but that was also because a lot of students had applied for it. All the field studies that I applied for in the past, I've just I did it and I got accepted. But deep down in my soul, I knew that I was gonna get accepted to it because whatever like it's a program you enter and you go in at Rollins it's a little bit different you apply for it but you will get notified whether or not you get accepted or not so while I was in Jamaica so first of all when I applied for this program I didn't tell anybody I kept it to myself I didn't want to get my hopes up I didn't even bring it up on the podcast I was like you know what I'm going to keep it to myself and just pray and hope for the best so a little bit about this program it's called business boot camp and you go to France for about 9 days and you visit three different cities. You go to Paris, you go to Pau and you go to Bordeaux. And you go to these different cities and they pretty much take you to to the to the they take you to the chambers of commerce, they take you to different wineries, different businesses and they pretty much teach you how they do business internationally. And it's a cool program and the itinerary is fucking nuts. It's like you go to these social events, you go to a horse racing event. There's a lot of free time to kind of explore, but it's a lot of networking. It's a lot of learning, traveling throughout the country. It's just amazing. And I'm like, oh my God, like I want to go here. Like I want to do this. So I applied for it and I kept my fingers crossed. While I was in Jamaica, I get an email. It's funny because I get two emails back to back. One email it was a rejection letter. It was like sorry, we were you know, we weren't able you weren't selected for the program. Try again next year, blah blah blah. But then the following email that was literally attached to that email was like just kidding. You are um waitlisted. So we'll let you know by Friday. So I was like fuck and i remember i think i was leaving on a third no i think i was leaving on a friday back to orlando from jamaica and i got that email earlier on the week so i was like you know what i'm not even going to look at my fucking phone because if i get another email that doesn't say what i wanted to say it's going to set the tone for myself cuz it's going to de- it's going to be super disappointing which is so like thinking back i'm like bitch you were in jamaica in an all inclusive resort get over yourself but guys, come on. Like I really, really wanted to be selected. I really wanted to go to this program. I wanted to, you know, I want to do it. So I'm like, you know what, Nicole, just focus on your birthday, focus on this trip and just don't look at your phone. Well, don't look at your email until the end of the week. So I remember being at the airport you know, we're at the bar, me and my man, and he's talking about January about how he wants to go on a ski trip and he's, you know, he wants to go to Colorado and, you know, we're talking and I'm like, oh, that sounds like a great idea. Like, that sounds kind of fun. You know, we're just going to have to work really hard and save our money. Like we're going to have to be, you know, super frugal the month of December because ski trips in Colorado are not fucking cheap. And then he's like, okay, but well, what about that France trip? What, what are those dates? And then this one, it dawned on me, and I was like, oh my God, you're right. Like, I think I got so completely disconnected because I didn't want to think about it that I was like, wait a second, my email, it's Friday. Honey, I opened my email, and <laughs> I get the email that says, you've been selected, you're going to the France business bootcamp trip, global experience, da da da. And also, you got a scholarship to pay for half yes, honey. God is good. Let me tell you. Oh my God. I was so happy. I literally looked at my phone, looked up at him, looked at my phone, looked up at him. And he's like, you got accepted. And I was like, I got accepted. And I showed him the email round of shots. Oh my God. I was so happy. I'm so happy. I'm still on cloud nine. So grateful. (sighs) So happy. I told my mom, I told my sister, I was like, I got accepted, I'm going for nine days, so yes, my friends, I haven't booked my uh, my ticket yet, but it's official, I got the itinerary, I've been going to the pre-departure meetings, like, I am so freaking excited, I leave January 1st, I come back January 9th, and I know things in Europe are very, like, wishy-washy right now, things are very fluid, things are always changing, I ended up getting vaccinated, yes, my friends, I am officially vaccinated. I got Pfizer and I had no symptoms. Like I got the first dose. I was chilling, but everybody told me, well, you know, second dose is really when it's going to count because the second dose is when everyone gets their symptoms. So I was kind of preparing for it. Got the second dose, literally nothing. I did sneeze a lot. Like the following two days, but not in a way where it was like, oh, you know, because I'm coming down with something. I think it was because I just took a lot of stuff out of storage, like a lot of the Christmas decorations I had. And I got so excited that I just put them all over the room without dusting them off. So I was like sneezing a lot because of it. But literally after I swept my floors, dusted off everything, did laundry, I was fine. So yeah, there's that. And that's not me implying anything, your body, your choice, guys. It took me a whole fucking year to get the vaccine. And even like that, I only did it because it's a requirement in order to travel to Europe. And let me tell you guys, that is how the government got me. Like, <laughs> that this whole time, I was like, no, I'm not getting vaccinated. I don't, I don't, I'm not comfortable with that. I don't know. I don't know says the person who got filler, leave me alone. But I'm like, you know, I don't know. And the moment the embassy is like, no, Americans can travel to Europe unless you're vaccinated. I was like, I right, say less. Where do I get? Where Where's my shot? Where do I get the shot? Like, here's my arm. Do what you got to do. Like, I don't care. So yeah, I caved. I'm doing it. But here we are fully vaccinated and fully going. And I am so excited. So yeah, my friends, there's a lot Coming up, there's a lot to be excited about. You know, although I won't have the podcast, I'll have this other outlet to produce content and fun stuff. So, if you're interested, it's there for you to watch. If not, you'll see me next year. And there's so much to look forward to. I'm very excited. I feel very blessed. God is good, God is real. Not because I'm getting all these fun things, but because I just feel very fortunate to be healthy, to have all these amazing opportunities to have this happiness and fulfillment. And I thank God for that every day. And because I thank God for that is why I feel that these blessings keep rolling in. I think that's it, my friends. Honestly, it's a short episode. I know it's a season finale part two. I hope you miss me because I sure as hell will miss you. I love you. Thank you so much for listening in, for being loyal, for tuning, subscribing, rating, reviewing, doing what you can, reaching out to me personally to tell me how much you love the podcast. It it really, I mean, those are the same blessings that are equivalent to the blessings I get when I travel. You know what I'm saying? Like all of it makes me feel really happy. And if, and if you're thinking of starting a podcast, starting a YouTube channel, starting a TikTok, starting an Instagram reel, doing whatever you can, starting a book, writing, performing, do what makes you happy. Even if people think it's dumb, do it anyway. Who fucking like Like, honestly, like, yo, like, I'm going to do this YouTube, and if I get fucking 12 views on it, Your girl is still recording another weekly vlog for the following week because I don't care. (laughs) It's what makes me happy, okay? Your life is about you and what makes you happy. And if your kids make you happy, then do things that make both of you happy. You know what I'm saying? So anyways, I'm going to end it here. I have the habit of being like, I'm going to end it here. And then I go on another tangent for another like 15 minutes. But no, for real this time. I'm going to end it here. I love you guys. Thank you so much for everything. And I'll see you next year.